Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Metro News, the voice of West Virginia, this is Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors with Chris Lawrence. Other than going to the College World Series, a float trip on the river is my favorite thing to do. When I came up here for my interview, all I had to do was see what it says on the license plates up here. Wild, wonderful West Virginia. I was sold. Girls can hunt, that's for sure. You've proven that. Oh, hey, you just can't take the West Virginia out of this girl. Wait. Okay, continue. They're on payroll. (laughs) (laughs) These are on the backside of people's farms and properties. uh, You know, you have river bottom here, and it's just a a very uh, beautiful, unique setting. This is West Virginia's only hunting and fishing radio show. Proudly brought to you by Northside Automotive, Route 19 in Summersville. We'll beat the advertised price of any other dealer in the state, guaranteed. And now, here's West Virginia's voice of the outdoors, Chris Lawrence. Hey, welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors, talking hunting and fishing for the next hour. And we got a treat of a show lined up for you today. Be, uh... be on the uh new river here in the next segment and we'll complete the show during a float trip on the new river now i've done that from time to time in the past but this time was a little different and it was a little extra special i introduced you on the show before to my buddy dave whitaker who founded an organization called warriors in the field Warriors in the Field was something that he came up with, <laughs> interestingly. He, uh, he's a businessman, and he wanted to do something just to make a contribution to a, another unnamed veterans organization that is a national group. And when he contacted them and wanted to uh, make this contribution or, or see what he could do to get involved, he pretty much got told, ah, we don't need your help. We're, we're a big organization. We don't need your help. And that just miffed him. So he said, well, fine. I'll just go create my own organization and put my money there. And by golly, that's what he did. Warriors in the Field is an organization founded with the sole principle of telling veterans, thank you for your service. Plain and simple, thank you. That's all it is. And it's not, it, it doesn't designate what group of veterans just any veteran, anybody who served in the military for the United States 
he, you know, he wants to do what he can uh, with his small but growing organization to say thank you. And it doesn't have to be a wounded veteran. It doesn't have to be a combat veteran. It's just a veteran. Peacetime, wartime, combat veteran, or served in the rear with the gear. Doesn't matter to him. It was all service, and it all matters. So I was very, very honored that they invited me to go along with them for this trip. We took this trip back in May. I guess it was late May, early somewhere, sometime in May, I think. Can't remember the exact date, but it was in in May. And uh, since I'm on vacation this week, I told him, I said, you know what, I'll do this show because I need one to fill in on July 1st because I'll be on vacation and I'll need something to fill in that time. So I'll just dedicate the show to it. And what we did was we hooked up with my old buddy Larry Nybert, who most people who are aware and, and, and have any dealings with the, with the uh, New River and float fishing know Larry's Redneck. That's what they, everybody calls him, Redneck. Well, Larry owns a company called the West Virginia Experience, which is one of the, the, one of the more highly touted uh, fishing guide services on the New, the Golly, the Greenbrier, he does. He, he takes trips on a number of rivers, uh, but uh, but Larry was uh, set the whole thing. Larry and Dave teamed up and they set the whole thing up, and it was really a lot of fun. We had three veterans with us that day, and I got an opportunity to have a conversation with each of them at various points along the river. You know, we we'd stop, pull over, and have a bite to eat, or just rest a little while and shoot the breeze. And it was an opportunity to sit down and talk to them about their service what they did while they were in and what they're doing now and how and the 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 other common thread was all three of these guys love the outdoors love hunting and fishing so it was it was really uh an opportunity to not only say thank you but to share in the brotherhood of the outdoors and that was a lot of fun so that's what our show is going to be dedicated to coming up the course over the course of the next hour here and if you want to learn more about both warriors in the field and the West Virginia experience you can uh, link to their information in a story I've got posted right now, and there's also some pictures from our trip today, and you can, you can take a look at these guys and see what we did. But uh, on the outdoors page at wvmetronews.com, you can uh, link to their organization and, uh, and also to Larry's uh, West Virginia experience and learn more about what they do. Great opportunity to get involved if, uh, if you'd like to, just to make a contribution or or to get involved in the organization in some way, or if you have just been interested in going fishing down the river, Redneck's the guy. You can uh, link in. You can see more about what he does uh, during his trips uh, on his website there, and I'll link to it at the outdoors page of wvmetronews.com. So that's what's on tap for today, and we'll get that started coming up here in just a moment. But I mentioned I'm on vacation this week, so I, I don't know as I pre-record this ahead of time, how things went. We headed back to the Outer Banks. Second year in a row, I've tried to pull this off. We were down there last year, and we had a trip lined up with a West Virginia native, Jake Cavanaugh, who's a ca uh, captain on a fishing vessel out of Hatteras Harbor called Bite Me Charters. And we had it all set up. We were going to go out off the coast, deep sea fishing for the day. I was going to do the show out there, get some video, get some pictures, bring it all back to you here on the radio and tell you about it. <laughs> Well, it didn't work out. We got canceled because of a brewing storm off the Atlantic coast. And he said, man, 
we got 30 foot seas out there. We just can't go out today. We can't, we can't go. I hate, I hate that, but we're going to have to cancel the trip. And I thought, well, okay, that was disappointing. But of course, toward the end of the week that I was down there last year, uh, we had fantastic weather there on the beach, but the storm was apparently off the coast and apparently was happening back here as well because I was on the beach the uh, anniversary of the 2016 flood. Didn't uh, know anything about it other than when I clicked on uh, Twitter and uh, WVMetroNews.com and started seeing some of those horrific pictures coming back of the water rescues and, and the reports of folks getting uh you know, getting rescued and, and many dying in the flood of 2016. And last weekend, of course, we celebrated uh, uh, the recovery one year out, and there's still a lot to do. And as a news reporter at Metro News, I do a lot of work there as well and spent a lot of time in the field meeting some really resilient folks. And I got to tell you, some of the toughest people I've ever met are folks who survived that flood and have vowed to get back on their feet and have spent the last year doing it pretty much sacrificing their entire lives and all of their time over the course of a year to get their lives back together. So I know I'm a week late on mentioning that, but uh, the the West Virginia spirit shined through there. It really did. And uh, some of you had asked me about last week. Of course, we had our best of show there as well because I headed out on vacation. Uh and it was the fishing trip from South Carolina. Someone asked me why we didn't do an update on the flood and the recovery as far as the angles that we cover on this show of hunting and fishing. And I did make some inquiries about that. First off, and we will get to this in the weeks to come, where are they with the White Sulphur Springs hatchery? That was a big story we covered following the flood last year. Well, Tyler Hearn's the manager down there. And unfortunately, as I was trying to get that together, Tyler was on leave. And he was on vacation, so we couldn't get our schedules together to, to get him on the show. But he vow, he promised that he would get back with me when I get back uh, in here, and we'll uh, we'll try to bring you that story and talk about the recovery and what they're doing now at the Federal Fish Hatchery there in White Sulphur Springs. If you'll recall that story, there were fish all over White Sulphur Springs that uh, had escaped when the, the hatchery flooded. So Tyler will bring us up to date on that. The other angle that we were covering, and of course it was a minor angle when you consider the scope of personal property damage and, and loss of life. I mean, no, I, I am in no way trying to compare the importance uh, or, or the gravity of, of the washed out boat ramps and parking lots along river accesses to people losing an entire house or, or worse. But we did cover that here and we talked about it with uh, D- district fisheries biologists in those regions. And I thought we'd get an update on that. So I called my buddy Mark Scott down at uh, Beckley. He's the district fisheries biologist for the DNR there. And he's telling me, yeah, I can come on there and talk about it. But honestly, there wasn't a whole lot to do. He said, you know, we cleared the debris off the ramp, put a little gravel down on the parking lot, and we were back in business. So the damage as far as the infrastructure for outdoors pursuits and fishing pursuits from the flood wasn't that severe, and it was cleaned up pretty quick, and everybody was back in fishing before you know it. So that's kind of why I just said, yeah, you know what, this is, you know, considering we're coming up on the anniversary here and the, uh, the observance of the one-year anniversary from the flood, that probably isn't, you know, that big of a deal in the scheme of all the other things 
that have happened over the course of the last year. So that's why, if some of you had asked me why I didn't do that, that that's kind of why I didn't do it. But we will get that White Sulphur Spring story in. And hopefully, I can't tell you if it's happened since I'm doing this ahead of time, but hopefully we made it out onto the Atlantic, and I'll bring you the uh, story from Jay Cavanaugh's Bite Me Charter Boat, and we'll do the show out on the ocean and bring that to you in the weeks ahead, provided we didn't get another storm. So we'll find out. But today, we're doing the show on the New River, and we're going with Warriors in the Field and Larry Nyberg of the West Virginia Experience to say thank you to some of our nation's veterans from right here in West Virginia. So sit back, grab another cup of coffee, and we'll get that conversation started. It's, it's really a cool story, and that'll be our show for today. So sit back. We'll uh, be right back and get it started in a moment. When you're heading to the beach, your first stop must be Northside Jeep to save you more. Hi, it's Tony Caridi for Northside in Summersville. Nothing is more fun at Myrtle Beach than a new Jeep, and Northside makes it easy. You choose a new Patriot Sport or Renegade Sport, both four-wheel drive for beach and fun, now only $19,430. Go to NorthsideJeep.com and check out the savings for the the drive and discover event during Northside's Take a Jeep to the Beach Savings Days. Northside, right in your neighborhood, always right on the price. Metro News isn't just radio. It's a multimedia company that uses powerful tools like television, radio, and the internet to help regional and statewide businesses brand and grow their market share. Our website, wvmetronews.com, boasts an average of over 660,000 unique monthly visitors and over 3.3 million average monthly page views. This allows our advertisers to brand themselves with people who depend on WVMetroNews.com for their daily news, sports, and the latest government affairs. Experienced Metro News consultants develop digital advertising campaigns that offer aggressive, creative digital strategies, including geofencing and search, site, and contextual retargeting to drive traffic to your website. These proven digital strategies result in highly qualified leads and an increased customer base for your business. Email info at wvmetronews.com to set up your free business consultation. That's info at wvmetronews.com. You're listening to Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Over the past 50 years, SCORE mentors have helped more than 10 million small business owners succeed for free. Starting business can be incredibly confusing. SCORE really helped me steer the course. Whatever the business, there's a SCORE mentor who can help you reach your goals. SCORE mentors are serious business experts. Are you starting or growing a business? Be one of the next 10 million small businesses helped for free by SCORE. Get your free business mentor at SCORE.org. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, are giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals. Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. 
someone in your town, at your school, or where you work is suffering from Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, they're dealing with excruciating pain and days when they can't even get out of bed. Chances are someone you know has Crohn's or colitis, someone like me. I'm Amy Brenneman, and I'm asking you to support the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America to help millions of us cope and to find cures. Visit ccfa.org today to learn more. Help someone you know get back to their lives at ccfa.org. Welcome back to Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors. I'm Chris Lawrence. We're live on the New River today, and it's a special trip because we are teamed up here with Warriors in the Field this weekend, and they've brought three veterans fishing. We'll learn a little more about what Warriors in the Field is all about with Dave Whitaker, who's the founder and the president, coming up in a moment. But first of all, we got three veterans on the trip with us, and we're going to talk to each of them today. And uh, and uh, it's Kevin Coons, right? Yes, sir. Kevin Coons. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your service. Uh, I was in the United States Navy for four years, uh, and then I went in the National Guard for about two years. i uh, done two tours overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was an engineer, which is an engineering field. We pretty much well worked on about everything aboard ship. So. When were you in? I was in from 1992 to 1996. Okay. So two, two weeks after I graduated high school. So that was the first Gulf War that, that yes. happened around yes. then. Yes. Well, right to tell end of the first Gulf War, mm-hmm. yes, sir. You know, what prompted you to, to join the service? Uh, family members were in the service. My uncle was in the service. My cousin was in the service. And I just felt that uh, I wanted to serve my country, and that's why I joined the service. Fantastic. Are you from West Virginia? Yes, sir. I'm from Elkins. Okay. Born and raised here? Yes, sir. Yeah. That, that, why the Navy? Because you're from Elkins. There's no ocean near Elkins. Well, there was a group of us <laughs> all in high school, and we all chose the Navy. So basically, we were all in boot camp together. We were in different companies, but when we would go eat chow, we would see each other. So we all made the decision, and we all went in the Navy. Oh, really? Yes, sir. That's that's unusual. They usually, once you sign the dotted line, they send you where they want you. Yeah. It doesn't work out that it, way. It, it all worked out. We were all in Great Lakes, Illinois, for our boot camp. So we got to see each other throughout the course. So. Now, after you finished up, where did they send you to? My first duty station was in Long Beach, California. And my first ship was an LST, USS Cayuga. So, long way from Elkins there. Long way from Elkins. <laughs> uh, and then my second duty station was in San Diego, 32nd Street. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get back home to the East Coast, but uh, never worked out that way. So You, you said you served overseas. Where, where were you over there? Uh, Somalian and in the Persian Gulf. Okay. Yes, okay. Well, that, and those were a couple of the conflicts that came in between the wars yes, there, sir. I guess. Yes, sir. Yeah. What kind of work did you do? You said you were in engineering. Yeah, I was in engineering, and I was in a, a group called the A-Gang. So basically, we worked on anything, high-pressure, low-pressure air systems, uh, the HVAC systems. I was a boat engineer aboard uh, the rib boats. So like my first ship, we had Marines on board, and they had LSTs. So when they would go to shore to do their missions, you know, we'd be a little bit of an escort. Or when they would go to do boardings of ships, we would be an escort. So, got to do a lot of things. Was that something that you always wanted to do, or did you discover that once you got no, in? No, I always liked to work with my hands, so that's the, mm-hmm. the field I, I chose. And, you know, we always worked on the potable water system. And we'd always tell everybody, you know, don't don't make us mad because you won't get hot showers tonight. <laughs> or you won't have good drinking water, because if you put too much bromine in it, it'll give you, you have to go to the bathroom a lot. So, so they left us alone. 
So. I can I can see that. What do you do now? When did you get out, and and, and what, well, what's your career now? I, I work for uh, Federal Express, and my uh, boss is Todd Gaynor, which of course is the owner of Leland's Lures mm-hmm. Trout Magnets. So okay. Um, I worked for the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for a couple of years. Uh, due to budget cuts, I lost that job. Then I went to uh, Departments of Veterans Affairs, Grafton National Cemetery, and now I'm with Federal Express here oh. in, in, in Oakland. So. All right. Well, now, obviously, you like to hunt and fish. Tell us a little bit about your hunting and fishing experiences. I've always liked the outdoors, you know. I just I like to be outdoors. I like to hunt. I like to fish, you know, and I've got three boys, and I'm introducing them into the woods now, and Quite frankly, I'd rather be in the woods or be on the water. You know, it's just a peaceful place to be. You clear your mind and, you know, just yeah. have a great time. No so. question about it. Yeah, so you got three, say you got three kids? Yes, three boys, uh, Landon, Colin, and Brady. All right. Well, congratulations, so. and we appreciate your service. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Kevin Koontz joining us here on Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors. We're on the banks of the New River. we got a couple of other guys that we're saying thank you to this weekend. That's what Warriors in the Field is all about. We'll talk to them coming up in a moment right after this. When you're heading off-road, your first stop must be Northside Ram to save you more. Hi, it's Tony Caridi for Northside in Summersville. Nothing is more fun off-road than a new Ram pickup, four-wheel drive, and at Northside, you save on every Ram pickup in stock starting at only $28.9. And for jetting around town, pick up a new Fiat 500 now as low as $13,990. Go to NorthsideChryslerJeepDodge.com and save on every vehicle in stock. Northside, right in your neighborhood, always right on the price. Did you know Metro News Radio Network covers all 55 West Virginia counties on all types of radio stations? As a Metro News advertiser, your commercials will be heard on country, today's hits, adult contemporary, rock, oldies, soft rock, talk, Christian, and sports radio stations all across the mountain state. In fact, 898,000 West Virginians listen to Metro News stations every week. So no matter what type of radio station you think your customers are listening to, Metro News has you covered. Or should we say, we're getting your message heard. In fact, 94% of all adults listen to terrestrial radio, free local AM and FM stations for an average of three hours every day. Let Metro News Radio Network design a customized advertising campaign that targets your potential clients. To set up a complimentary consultation, email info at wvmetronews.com or call 304-346-7055. That's info at wvmetronews.com. You're listening to Northside Automotive West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Housing discrimination. Would you recognize it and report it? These folks did. My landlord said rent will be cheaper if we're friends with benefits. Because I'm legally blind, a landlord questioned whether I'd be capable of maintaining an apartment. Our real estate agent said a different neighborhood with people like us might better suit our family. To learn more about housing discrimination, visit hud.gov fairhousing. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, 
and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Army Specialist Andrew Pike became paralyzed while serving in Iraq. My injury was a gunshot wound to the left abdomen from a sniper. My first contact with paralyzed veterans was in Walter Reed. Paralyzed veterans, National Service Officer Michael Killen. We try to reassure them what benefits are out there, try to educate them and take some of that stress away from them. Right now I'm going back to school to earn a degree and I'm just spending time with my wife and child. You can help our paralyzed veterans. Visit pva.org. talking but he means every word he says and that color on his arms and neck ain't from no tanning bed welcome back to Northside automotive west virginia outdoors i'm chris lawrence and we're on the banks of the new river today we're doing a float trip today with warriors in the field and uh it's their way of saying thank you to guys who have served and ben leg is here with me ben how you doing man good how you doing chris good where are you from i'm from burnsville west virginia tell me uh tell me a little bit about your service you mentioned while we were floating here a little while ago that you were in iraq for a while yeah i initially joined in the west virginia army national guard in 2007 and i was deployed uh, for mobilization to iraq in 2008 and uh we were in uh, iraq in 2009 2010 yeah, what prompted you to join up? I, I mean, I've always been about my country, you know, love my country, so that was my way of serving and uh, keeping people back here home safe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now what did you do when you were in? What was your, uh, what uh, was your job? We mainly went out and did uh, counter IED missions and looked for weapons caches and rounded up a few bad guys. Counter IED? That, you're the guy that went out, you're the point of the spear there. <laughs> yeah, we were out on the front lines looking for the IEDs just about every night. How often did you find them? Just about every probably night. Probably more than you wanted yep. to, I'm sure. Yep. That's got to be tedious work when you know you, you know why that was placed there and you found it. Now you got to figure out how to disarm it. Uh, That's a bit of a stressful job, I would think. They, they trained us good and everything before we went over, so we knew what we were getting into. And, you know, it's kind of simple to find it and disarm it and go back to the base. Did you find they were getting more sophisticated as they... Yeah, it, things were evolving and getting more and more complicated? Absolutely. You know, it went from simple IEDs to we had to take countermeasures, you know, to uh, fight fight the ever-growing technology that the terrorists were coming up with. Mm-hmm. Were you ever near one that actually went off before you could get it diffused? Uh, we had a couple that went off. Uh, luckily, none of our unit and we went out with every day got hurt on them. But uh, it was exciting, but, you know, it was stressful. But yeah. we're grateful for... Uh, warriors in the field to do things like this for us and to thank us for our service you know we don't we don't really look for a thank you but you know we we really appreciate it you mentioned when we were fishing out there i heard you you were talking about the fact that when you came back from iraq this was this was the way to decompress and really to relieve the stress that came with that that tour and that 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 job and everything was to, to go fishing yeah absolutely uh there's things that occur when you're in war that uh cause you a little bit of anxiety and everything and sometimes Things come up in life, and you get a little bit of anxiety back, and this is just a way to come out here and not think about things going on back at home or what happened to you. Just come out and have a good time. You mentioned that uh, that, that you joined in the National Guard. Why did you go that way regular, rather than the regular Army? Uh, honestly, my brother was in the same unit that I was going to get put with, so 
I thought, I mean, who better to serve with than my own brother? Wow. So you guys got, you served with your brother then? Absolutely, yes. Wow. That that had to, that had to help a little bit with the homesickness and the, uh, to help each other deal with it. So, or maybe you fought yeah. each other the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, it was good to have somebody there that I could talk to, to, uh, you know, talk about things they need to. But it was also kind of stressful knowing your brother's out there experiencing the same things he sure, were. And sure, Something might happen to him. And we were only two brothers over there, so we were... Uh, I know our parents and stuff are worried about us all the time, but I bet. we both made it back safely. I, I talked to guys who have served before, and they tell me that talking about it, if you're having trouble with it, talking about it when you get back helps, but it's hard to talk to somebody like me who hasn't seen exactly what you have. Does, is that true? Yeah, it's, that's absolutely true, Chris. Uh, you know, we find our brothers and stuff that we've served with over there, and uh, we'll talk to them about it. And um, and actually, I'm going training right now, getting ready to go to the VA to be a veteran to help the other veterans, you know, talk about the stuff they experienced because there's nothing better than talk to another veteran that experienced it for themselves, you know, what's going on in your life and how to help them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, that, now you're out of the service now. Yeah, I got out in uh, 2015. What are you doing now? Uh, I work at a uh, federal prison in Gilmer County. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other veterans up there, too, that I work with that uh, I can talk to. And, uh, we, you know, we just... We support each other. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have a lot of the problems with PTSD and that sort of thing because you were able to talk with, with other people and kind of head it off? Right. There's, uh, I mean, there's times and stuff where things bother you, but, you know, as long as you got your support system there, that's the biggest thing to have mm-hmm. is have somebody to talk to and help you through it. Now, you mentioned, too, that you're working on your master's degree in social work. Is that yes, right? Yes, sir. Is that, I guess that's geared toward helping other veterans yeah, absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Uh, I was in college while I was working when I got back from Iraq. And uh, didn't know which way I wanted to go. And one day it just hit me, hey, you know, I got all these fellow brothers, fellow veterans out there that need help. Who better than helping me? Yeah. You know, it's helping me in the process. Yeah. Now, are you married? Yep. been married for uh, eight years now to my lovely wife. And you got a, got a couple of youngins. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, two and four. Two and four. And they're way more stressful than anything <laughs> I've ever had in Iraq. <laughs> Now, now on that note, I can sympathize with you, brother, because I've been through that war zone. So, well, it's uh, it's good to have you out here, man. And and tell, I, I know you like to hunt and fish. Talk about some of your telling you hunting and fishing. I know you do a lot of tournament fishing. Don't yeah, you? I do a lot of bass tournaments. Uh, we actually got a little group called Bass Mercenaries. Uh, we're actually trying to gear our uh, my is one of my buddies. He's an Iraq veteran. He was in the Marine Corps. And we're trying to build up to where we can do something like what Warriors in the Field's doing, take pe- other veterans out and, mm-hmm. you know, just give them a way to decompress. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, uh, Ben, I appreciate it, man, and we thank you so much for your service, buddy. All right, thank you, sir. All right, that's Ben. We'll talk a little more. A couple of veterans are out fishing today, and we're uh, saying thank you to them through Warriors in the Field. That's uh, what this organization does. Dave Whitaker got this idea and has uh, made it come to fruition. We'll talk to Dave a little bit later on. But we got another veteran to speak to as well. This one's a little bit older than what the rest of us are, but I guarantee you he can walk circles around anybody that's listening to us right now. That story's coming up in a moment right after this. West Virginia owned with West Virginia pride. Eastern Buildings is building long-lasting, beautiful horse and agricultural barns, garages, and pole barns all across the Mountain State. Whether you're thinking of a home garage or workshop or a large custom structure, Eastern Buildings Class A Custom Builders can give you a hard-working structure that also looks great with an industry-leading five-year workmanship warranty and a lifetime leak-proof warranty. Go to easternbuilders.com for financing options and see how we're building for you. easternbuildings.com 
In West Virginia, wildlife is for everyone, and the West Virginia DNR works to keep it that way. Every year, West Virginia's Division of Natural Resources manages thousands of acres of public land and water, ensuring the future of our great natural resources in the Mountain State. Our state is a haven for all species of wildlife, game and non-game, and draws thousands each year to enjoy our rich outdoor heritage. When you buy a hunting or fishing license or take a stroll in our forest to view wildlife, you're enjoying what the DNR has made possible. The West Virginia DNR, working to ensure wildlife is for everyone. The Metro News website is your primary source for news and sports in the Mountain State. From breaking news to in-depth analysis, high school, Mountaineer, Marshall, and MAC coverage, news for hunters and fishermen on the outdoors page, and Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary, plus all your favorite shows, Sportsline, Talkline, Hotline, and more, all archived on the site and just a click away, and it's free. Keep up with what's happening in our state at WVMetroNews.com. Metro News is the voice of West Virginia. You're listening to Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Every day, I seek a positive direction for my life. Through my accomplishments. And now, with help. And support from my family and others, I own. I own. I own my recovery from addiction and depression. Join, Join the Voices, Voices for, for recovery. recovery. It's, it's worth it. it. For information on mental and substance use disorders, including prevention and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? <laughs> or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Every single one of his medical bills, everything, is just all taken care of. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. At St. Jude, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because of you. There is St. Jude. We're back on Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors. I'm Chris Lawrence, and today we're visiting with some of our nation's veterans who are uh, being thanked on this fishing trip. We're taking on the New River today here with Warriors in the Field, and uh, uh, we talked to a couple of them earlier, but now we got Bob Calgill here. Bob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. A little bit wet, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we got a little rain out here on the water today, but that's uh, you probably take that over, over what you had uh, during the service, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, I would, and... Uh, a little bit of rain isn't bad, long as no thunder and lightning. I'm okay with it. Yeah, tell us a little bit about when when you served and where you served. Um, I served from 1961 to 1963, 
and uh, had basic training at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, and ended up at uh, Fort Belvoir, Virginia. Okay. And what did you do while you were in? Uh, I worked in a regimental supply office at Fort Belvoir. I see. I see. Now, now were you drafted to go to Army? Yeah, I was drafted. Yeah. They were drafting at that time, and I didn't have to go overseas. and never saw combat. I thought I was going to. Uh, they put us on alert when uh, during the Cuban crisis. Oh, and, okay. Uh, we couldn't leave post, and we were packed up. We were ready to go to Cuba. Oh, <laughs> well, I was. I was noticing you said the window sixty one to sixty three. That that was in between Korea and Vietnam. If you had yeah. to get in, <laughs> that wasn't, wasn't a bad time to be there. <laughs> right, that was a good time. Uh, we were kind of right in between things, but. The, I really thought we were going to go to Cuba because, you know, then Khrushchev backed down from Kennedy. When a lot of people, you know, that I, that's before my time, obviously, but I've read a lot about it, and I think a lot of us today that didn't live then don't really realize just how serious that was at that time. That yeah. was, I mean, everybody thought that that was pretty much the end was coming. Yeah, because uh, uh, I guess, you know, it's a good thing Khrushchev backed down or... or it's hard to tell what would have happened. Yeah, I don't know if we'd have been fishing on this yeah, river today. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. sure. You uh, now you went to Fort Belvoir and uh, and 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 finished up your tour there, correct? Well, I had uh, two years active duty, and then I had four years of reserves. Okay. And then I had one year that uh, I had to go up in northern Michigan to camp for two weeks. Oh, really? That, Hopefully, that was in the summer. Well, it was. <laughs> we were out in the field two weeks, but it, it was in the summer, so it wasn't bad. Yeah. Now, were, were you with the, the regular Army Reserves during that time? Uh, yeah. The, um, there was an engineer uh, company in uh, Clarksburg that I was a member oh, of. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, then when I moved to Philippi, I didn't have to attend meetings because of the distance, mm-hmm. but I had to go to the summer camp, so that's when I went, went to Michigan. I got Ended you. up with an Ohio uh, National Guard outfit. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're a lifelong West Virginian? Yeah, born and raised in Clarksburg. Lived in uh, Randolph County now since 1969. Okay. Uh, love it there. Lo- I love the outdoors and the fishing and, yeah. and all that. So now, did you come back from the Army and get married and start a family, or would you no, have one before you went? I was married uh, while I was in the Army, and my first wife was dead, and then uh, Faye and I have been married for 30 years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, August the eighth, we'll, August fifteenth, we'll be married for uh, thirty years. Yeah, well, we we like we we all know Faye around the radio ranch here because she worked at our affiliate WDNE for so many years up there. Yeah, she was there for thirty years uh, before West Virginia Radio bought the station, and then I worked for them for thirteen years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, what what did you end up doing for a career after you got out of the service? Well, I worked. Uh, Worked for a while in sales, different uh, sales, and worked at the YMCA for a while. And uh, now I sold some advertising specials and printed advertising, that kind of thing. Right. And uh, now just volunteer work. Oh, okay. Volunteer uh, two different elementary schools in Randolph County with the foster grandparent program. Oh, okay, okay. And then, of course, help Dave with the words in the field. I really enjoy doing that. Yeah, now, you know, Dave was telling me that, how old are you now? 80. You're 80. You don't let the grass grow under your feet, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're always in the outdoors hunting or fishing or doing something. Well, I, I don't hunt anymore. I used to hunt, but uh, I, I do love the fish, and uh, I do a lot of that fishing, yeah. camping, and uh, uh, my... Two boys and my daughter bought me a kayak 
for my birthday. <laughs> I've had it out once. I'm anxious to get out in it and do some fishing too. Yeah. Had you ever fished the New River before? No. I've been down here a lot, but I've never have fished it. How'd you do today? We caught several. We didn't catch any big ones, but we caught a lot of fish. Huh? Yeah. Any, any day you're floating on a river fishing, that ain't a bad day, yeah. whether you catch any or not. That's right. <laughs> no, I, I told the guys in the, the, the raft that... Uh, you know, I enjoyed it even if I didn't catch any fish. Yeah. If I wasn't fishing even, you know, just riding in the rack. Well, I tell you what, for 80 years old, I hope I'm getting around as good as you are when I'm 80. Yeah. I hope I make it to 80, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really blessed. Uh, thank God. I've had uh, I've had good health most of my life. I've had a lot of surgeries, but uh, I've done real well. I can't complain at all. I've had a good life. Well, Bob, we're glad you were with us here today, and, and this trip's to thank you for your service, and we do thank you for your service and all that you do. Uh, even after you've been out of the service, sounds like you're giving a lot back to the community. Well, I, I like to uh, do that, especially with kids. Anything connected with kids, I like to, like to work with that. Yeah, well, Bob, yeah. we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. That's really. Bob, Bob Calgill from uh, Elkins there, joining us on the trip here. He is a veteran, and uh, that's what this trip is all about, thanking veterans for their service with Warriors in the Field. When we come back, we'll be joined by our head guide today, Larry Nybert, and also the founder of Warriors in the Field, Dave Whitaker, will join us and explain what this trip is all about, and we'll talk a little fishing with Larry as well. That's all next. Today's show brought to you in part by Ram Trucks, made for those who stand apart. Ram 1500 does more than stand the test of time. It stands up to anything you throw at it or in it. With active level four corner air suspension with multiple modes, you can lower it for loading or raise it for off-roading. Long live tenacity and long live the truck that's as flexible as your needs. Hurry in for the last days of drive and discover and check out America's longest lasting pickups. Get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2017 Ram 1500. Visit your local Ram dealer and take advantage of this generous offer. Unlike Ram 1500, this offer won't stand the test of time. Hurry in for the last days of drive and discover. Available feature based on IHS Automotive VIO registration data for all brands of GVW 1 to 3 pickup trucks continuously sold in the U.S. since 1988. Dodge and Ram have the highest overall percentage still on the road. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1,000 financed for all qualified buyers regardless of down payment when financed through Chrysler Capital. See dealer for details. Offer N7517. Nobody covers West Virginia like Metro News. Get the latest headlines each weekday starting at 6.06 a.m. with the morning news. Veteran anchors Chris Lawrence and Shauna Johnson deliver the day's biggest stories, along with sports and weather from all over the state. The morning news also features Hoppy Kerchival's daily commentary and a look at what's going on in Hollywood with the Entertainment Report. Get your news from the names you trust on the Metro News Radio Network and at WVMetroNews.com. Metro News is the voice of West Virginia. This is Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors. I'm Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This heavyweight bout is about to begin. What's the champ wearing? Looks like an examination gown. And from the back... Ooh, that's not pretty. Champ, what's with the get-up? I've got to take care of my family, so I'm getting those important medical screenings. The fight is over! Champ, you look pretty healthy out there tonight. But I'm still getting those tests. For a list of tests you need, go to AHRQ.gov. And remember, real men wear gowns. Go to AHRQ.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AHRQ, and the Ad Council. The following commercial is sponsored by FeedThePig.org, an organization devoted to helping you save money. We will not entice you with messages like Lowest prices in town. Dealer approved, certified pre-owned. No obligation consultation. Nor will we brag about our Huge selection. Enormous variety. One-stop shopping. Everything under one roof. 
or promise. Prices reduced up to 75%. A sale like this can't go on forever. Factory liquidation. Financing options available. We will offer no contingencies like see store for details. Prices and participation may vary. Legal exclusions apply. No purchase necessary. We'll try to convince you that our product will give you cleaner, tighter abs in minutes. Perfect smile, porcelain veneers. Freedom from those painful, embarrassing bunions. Because we simply want to help you spend smarter and save better. Log on to feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Excuse me, do you know how to get to Maine and Maple? How's that cook? How do you change the ringtone? How much does this cost? Does this bus stop at Elm Street? We ask questions everywhere in life, except... Any questions? Um, no. At the doctor's office, ask questions. What is this test for? Are there any side effects? Questions lead to better health care. Go to ahrq.gov for a list of 10 questions everyone should know. Questions are the answer. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Northside Automotive, West Virginia Outdoors. I'm Chris Lawrence, wrapping up today's show on the New River, and we've had a great time today with Warriors in the Field. We've been taking veterans fishing today in an effort to tell them thanks simply for the service that they have done. And this was a concept put together by my buddy Dave Whitaker, who called me about a year ago, I guess, and said, I'm going to do this thing. And I said, all right, well, let's talk about it. And, Dave, it's really come to fruition here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's getting at the point now to where it's really starting to come to life. Um, you know, we get a lot of good sponsors and, and, uh, that helps us out with events like this. And, and, uh, you know, we wanted to book this trip, um, with West Virginia experience and bring these guys down and fish a new river. And, you know, the thing about it is Chris, it, it, it takes sponsors and organizations, you know, to make things like this happen, not just mm-hmm. us. You know, we've got people like Dingus Lumber Company in Bealington and Summersville that helped us out, and Talbot Funeral Home and Mainline Pilot Cars and, you know, Hansford Insurance Company and things like that. They all believe in what we do, and they want to be part of it. It's interesting how this came together. You just decided one day that you wanted to help a larger organization that didn't seem to be interested in your help, and you thought, I'll just do it myself then. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. So and it and it's come together and the veterans that you get, I mean, there's no there's no shortage of them around no, that, that's for that sure. deserve the thanks. That's exactly right. You know these these veterans, they they don't get the recognition that they should have. And uh, you know, I've always said, you know, don't just thank a veteran on Veterans Day. Thank them every day. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's organizations like Mission Twenty Two. Um, people don't know that. There's 22 veterans a day commit suicide, and January 4th of 99, my dad was one of those 22 veterans. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wanted to do something about that. Yeah. 
Well, and you enlisted the services of our guide, Larry Nybert here. Larry, you're you're a familiar face around the New River here. You've been doing this for, what, a thousand years? Uh, since 1991. Yeah, a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since uh, since Moby Dick was a minute. Yes, exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now, what, what got you involved in this organization? I know Dave made contact with you, but you're a guy that I could just tell in fishing with you today that this is something that was special to you as well. Well, to me, it's all about respect, and it's all about giving something back, and um, a lot of people have gave the ultimate sacrifice. Many gave some, some gave all. It was a country song, I believe, there, but um, it's just a privilege to take these guys out. Anytime that we can do our part to, to give to those who make it possible, for us to do what we do, it, it's a privilege. It's an honor. Yeah. And do you, do you do very much work like this where you've got veterans on the river? I, I would think a lot of times you've got them and you don't even realize they're veterans because they don't wear it out on their sleeve all the time. There has been times in the past where we've went to help them out of the truck. And uh, one particular gentleman a few years ago said, here, hand me this bag. And I asked him what was in the bag. He said, that's my legs. And I, and I, and I about lost it right there. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's an honor. It's a privilege. You know, uh, in, in my little circle of the world, you will find no entitlement whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, we go out of our way, and I teach my children not to shake their hand, but to give them a hug. Because if they don't do what we do or what they need to do, we can't do what we want to do. Well, we certainly had a great day of fishing here. Talk a little bit about fishing on the New River. We're here in, in the month of May, and is that just about any month out here is good. But tell us about how this this river will transition fishing over the course of a year, starting Say back when the when the weather starts getting warm. Uh, basically, we this year we started earlier than we ever have. We were catching fish in February, uh, and as the water temperature started to rise, and you know yourself by watching the weather there in May, honestly, I thought it was going to be a dry kind of year. You know, we were revving up, um, bookings were way up, and then all of a sudden the sky the skies opened up. Uh, as an outfitter, I have not been on the New River in West Virginia more than about 12 days this spring because really? of the waters. We've traveled to the headwaters of the Gully. We've traveled to the headwaters of the Elk. We fished some of the waters in Dave's area up around Elkins, and we fished in Virginia a lot. But the, the river, it's something different every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the nice thing about the New River in the spring, you may not catch as many, but you have potential to catch a trophy fish and a variety of fish from smallmouth to rock bass to to maybe even a, a freshwater wolf, a muskie. So um, in the summer months, you're looking at more and more of your numbers game. But honestly, over the past few years, one of the biggest questions I've got is how has the flood and floods affected the river? Honestly, I think the fishing's got better. The size uh, continues to increase. Well, and that has to do with year in and year out how your spawn does. And that, as long as the flood doesn't hit the spawn, it'll be all right. Yes, sir. It's all, it's all about the month of June. Mm-hmm. Um, bass are going to spawn no matter what the river does and as long as they can spawn and get those eggs out and those those fry can get through the month of june into early july then then we're going to have a good spawn obviously last year wasn't the best of years but we'll see what the good lord provides us with this year. well the flood last year came on june 23rd so that was right at the end of june it wasn't like it was on june 3rd and, and personally yeah. I, I was expecting to come out here and uh and have a devastation of of, of fish kill like we did back in the early 2000s with the flood of 2001 but my first day out was about uh, 22 or 23 days after the flood, and we boated 68 smallmouth. So they did all right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Your company is the West Virginia Experience, and you just described that you, you will go anywhere anywhere to catch fish, sounds like. Hey, if you got a rod, we will travel. <laughs> yes, sir. We love to fish, and we love a fish variety of waters. I'm licensed throughout the state and in Virginia. I've, I'll go as far away as the Maury or the James in Virginia. I fish them a, a fair amount. The New River. 
but our main bread and butter is the New River here. But when the waters get high, if our clients want to fish, we do everything we can to put them on the fish. And the Golly and the Elk River here in uh, central southern West Virginia is a hidden gem. I noticed we were we were driving down here, we were teasing some of these guys who've never been on it. And a lot of people who haven't been on the New River probably, when they think of the New River, they think whitewater. Or they think the Golly, they think whitewater. And it does have that, but you don't necessarily have to hit all of it when you're fishing. You, you can go through here and not get wet. Well, the, well, the New River is a typical pool drop system, uh, and most places it's pretty wide. So, you know, you may be in a Class 4 rapid, but over against the bank there may be a Class 2 line. You know, we carry life jackets in our, in our boats, and sometimes we don them, sometimes we don't. Typically, if it's Class 2 or above, we will put the life jackets on, but we are not a whitewater outfitter. Right. We are a fishing outfitter, and that is exactly what we do. We're here to take these people fishing. We're not here to throw a bunch of water on them. We're here to have a good time and go home smelling like fish. Yeah, and, and all your guys are well-trained and, and well-schooled, and even if they do get into a situation, they know what to do to, to, to with life-saving skills and first aid and that sort of thing. Well, I hire guides, but I also hire personalities, and if anything, they teach me, and I learn as much <laughs> from uh, uh, from them as, as, as I could... Uh, I could ever teach them. So. I've learned a few things from you today, too. So well, uh, I appreciate that. It was, it was an honor to be along with you guys and, and take these gentlemen out and, and, and rip a few lips today. Dave, this is your first trip down here, wasn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. And I tell you what, you know, I had a blast. And, you know, our guy, Eric, you know, great guy. We had a blast, and he taught us how to fish this river. And just in our boat, we guessed that we caught somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 fish just in our boat. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, we we just had an absolute blast, and we want to come back. And, uh, you know, one thing I wanted to mention, Chris, that, um, you know, we were talking about these sponsors. Uh, you know, Beenders of Elkins, they were, I called them up about, told them what we were doing, jumped right on board, said, hey, we'll sponsor one of your veterans. We'd be honored to do it. And, uh, you know, these guys, I know they had a good time. You know, I met Larry up at Elkins at Hooked on Fishing, and, uh, you know, he and I, you know, we – we took to each other right off, and, and you know, here we are two months later. We're down here fishing with him. Well, that's fantastic. If, if, uh, if veterans, if, if someone knows a veteran that would want to get in contact with you to maybe give them an opportunity to, to get outside, what do they need to do? Actually, the best thing to do is get on our uh, Facebook page, Warriors in the Field LTD. Send me a message on there. Uh, you know, be patient. I, I do check them. You know, be patient. I'll get back with you. Uh, you know, I, I don't turn anybody away. I respond to every message that I get. Sometimes it just takes me a little longer, but I don't turn my head at anybody. All right. And, Larry, what, if they want to come fishing with you, even if they're not a veteran, how do they get a hold of you? Well, the same way. Be patient. It might take me 24 to 48 hours to get back <laughs> to you, but uh, wvexperience.com or our phone number is 304-640-2982. And uh, we're probably out on the water or in the woods or doing something that's not work-related. Yeah. That's what our message says. But well, the bottom line is if it weren't for good people like you and Dave and the rest of these guys, the rest of us would have to work for a living, and that's all there is to it. Well, guys, I've had a blast. I appreciate you just including me along with it. So uh, thanks a lot for bringing me as well. So. Yes, sir. All right. For Dave Whitaker of Warriors in the Field and Larry Nybert with the West Virginia Experience, I'm Chris Lawrence. Y'all have a great week. We'll talk to you next Saturday here in the West Virginia Outdoors.